Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Rum Burgundy Podcast. It's fun, but how? Rum Burgundy Podcast. Hello, my name is Ron Burgundy, and if that's not enough, well then go fudge yourself. Shoot. I said fudge, but I meant to say f***. This is my podcast, and I'm sitting here with my best friend in the whole world, Carolina, who, by the way, is sporting a bright yellow neckerchief. Let's talk about that for a second. I'm not wearing anything yellow today. What are you talking about? Oh, boy. Just go with it for once, will you? Go with what? You want me to lie and say I'm wearing a yellow neckerchief? Yes, I do. I want you to lie and pretend. It's a podcast, for heaven's sake. Pretending is fun, Carolina. Didn't you even pretend with your dollies when you were a child? My doll. I don't know. I I didn't have dollies. No dollies? Hold on. No dollies. Hold on. Okay, let me get my head around that. When you were a young girl, you didn't have a dolly. I did not have a dolly. I don't even know if I called them that. No dollies. Very interesting. The puzzle is complete. What puzzle? A completed puzzle. What are you talking about? Oh, nothing. Just the puzzle has come into complete view. All the pieces are in, and there it is. Wow. Yep. It all makes sense now. Don't give a girl a dolly and, well, you guys can see for yourself. Who's on the podcast today? Uh, no one. Run. Wonderful. We don't have a guest. Simply wonderful. Well, it's been a, a real lumpy dumpy mess of a year with no one able to come down here to the Ron Burgundy studios because of COVID, but the Ron Burgundy Radio Hour 
must go on. A podcast. Ron, Ron, the Ron Burgundy podcast. So we'll just have to wing it. You want to wing it today? Unlike yes. usual? Okay. Let's just wing it. Um, in fact, why don't we do this? Uh, read me that list I made when we started this whole journey. You know, the list of topics I wanted to cover. Yeah. This one? Yes. That's the baby. Read me some of those. Uh... There's literally thousands of subjects. I know. I know. Read a few. Okay. Um, I discuss manta rays. That was one. Wonderful. A two-parter and some controversial opinions on that one. But not today. Keep going. Okay. Um, just stop me if you want to choose one. Uh, okay. Should I get a glass eyeball? Hmm. Not today, okay. No. Ron opens up about rock collecting. Pass. I tell women how to dress. No. My time in Nixium. Inappropriate. The care and maintenance of donkeys. Keep going. I call Janet at the airline and give her a piece of my mind for being a huge to me. Yep. You want to do that one? No, 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 but, but, but that's accurate. The treasures of the deep. Hmm. What does that mean? Uh, How to build and maintain the perfect ham sandwich. Intriguing. Is the sun jealous of the moon? Minnesota, the land of the unknown. Not quite yet. We're not ready for that one yet? Not yet. Not yet. I interview a real life paper boy. My top 500 Christmas songs of all time. Your top 500? Yeah, my top 500. Okay. The one where Ross moves in. Is that a Friends episode? Uh-huh. Yes. All about meerkats. Right. Uh, no. I share my knowledge about boners. I don't think so. I interview hot new writer Miss Jane Austen. No. My complete guide to luxurious living. Keep going. I interview a doctor on the show, but really use it to sneak in a free exam without paying. It's a great idea, but uh, not today. The truth behind the Burgundy method. Mm-hmm. No. My six-part conversation with Bill Belichick. We would need Coach Belichick for that one. I read my poetry. Wait, wait a second. Stop. Stop right there. I'm stopping. Hold up there. Easy, horse. Steady. Steady. I stopped. Easy. Well, let's see. I read my poetry. I like that one. Do you even write poetry? I mean, enough to fill a whole show? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get it. Just say yes. <laughs> You've made your point. Carolina, you are a fussy old mussy head sometimes. Wonderful, Carolina, just wonderful. Of course I write poetry. I have so many poems they could fill ten libraries with my poems, and one day they will. Yes, I write poetry. Okay. I mean, you could have just said yes. Well, I, I just, I probably write one or two very good poems a day, but sometimes I'll write a hundred. Uh, wow, okay. Do you have any of these poems on you if we're going to do the episode today? <laughs> Wonderful treasure, Carolina. Ah, uh, no. I keep my poems locked in a vault in my storage unit in Arizona. 
However, I do have about a thousand or so, roughly. Uh, that's an estimation. Okay. Uh, in the trunk of my car. Oh, okay. Should we take a commercial break and then we can go get them? Not we, buddy. Not a chance. Okay. I will go and get the poetry. That's fine. Not going to let you or anyone else take a look at the trunk of my car. All I've right. said this maybe a million times. Okay. Like, all right? Okay. I mean, if anyone gets near the trunk of my car, anyone, man, woman, or child, they will get kicked in the face. Okay? And we've gone through this before, right, Carolina? I mean, you remember what happened. I do. Last time someone broke into my trunk. It was what time? Um, I think you said it was hospital time. That's right. It was hospital time for those people. Yeah. Because the trunk of my car is a sacred space. Okay. And it's not because of weird reasons. It sounds weird. It sounds like. But it's like, not. Okay. The insistence is weird. The insistence of wanting to protect the sanctity of my trunk is weird? The, yeah, the sacredness, the sanctity, the aggressive way you talk about it. But you know what happens if you go near my trunk. It's hospital time. What time? It's hospital time. Say it again. It's hospital time. Yep. Okay, hold on. On that note, I'm going to go go to my trunk, all right? All right, I'm not going to ask about it. Okay, don't. Um, the Ron Burgundy Podcast will be right back, I guess. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., that's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. 
That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Burgundy, and today on the podcast, you'll be getting some top-shelf culture with some of the finest poetry you've ever heard in your life. My own. Carolina, do me and our listeners a favor and describe what you're looking at. Um, Ron went into his trunk, his sacred trunk, and... um... Well, there are boxes and boxes of crumpled paper and napkins and, oh my God, like rolls and rolls and rolls of toilet paper, pristine rolls of toilet paper and um, and notebooks all over the studio now. Way more than I I feel like could fit in the trunk of your car, but I guess. Not so. Not so. Packing a trunk of a car is an art form. It requires great skill and geometric knowledge, which I possess in spades. I could and probably will do a whole show on packing a car trunk. Write that down, Carolina. How to pack your car. That's an episode, damn it. You, you, you're not writing it down. Ron Burgundy and the art of packing your car. How about that for a ratings bonanza? Write it down. <laughs> okay. Folks, if you're listening at home, well, you'd have to be listening. Young Carolina has her arms folded like a librarian with a stick up her butt, and she is not, I repeat, not writing a thing down. Okay, fine. But I love her for that. She is a dinder-doodle-bodkin, by golly. Anyway, I'm going to read some poetry today, some great poetry, so sit back and prepare to be blown away. Are you ready, Carolina? I'm... I'm sorry, I'm having trouble concentrating. How many rolls of toilet paper do you have here? It looks like you had like a hundred rolls of toilet paper in the trunk of your car. Yes, for tonight. What do you mean for tonight? Are you doing something? How many rolls of toilet paper do you use in one day? I, I'm not going to tell you that. No, nobody, because nobody believes me. So I'll believe you, but how many do you use? Now I have to know. How many do I use? Yeah. I use 60 rolls of toilet paper a day. No, you don't. That's not possible. Listen, I like to groom. I like to put cologne on my neck. Sure. I like to brush my chest hair from time to time. And yes, I like to wipe. All right? Okay. Can we please just get back to the episode? And I like to wipe vigorously. Oh. And often. All right. 
I'm sorry. Okay. I am, in fact, curious about what kind of poetry you write. So, yeah, let's get back to the episode. I'll tell you what type I write. Only the best. Okay. Okay. So hand me, hand me one from that stack over there. Ah. Okay. Let me unfold this. Aha. Yes. Oh, this one is called The Bucket. Mm. I read. There once was a man from Nantucket who kept all his poop in a bucket. Oh, no. After a week, the bucket did leak, so he found a bag and said, F*** it. Ha! That's quite a poem. Am I right? Sure. It's. I mean, it's a limerick, but it's a form of poetry, I guess, if you want to call that a poem. Okay, so, so you don't like that one. I, I can do more than limericks. Here, hand me another. All right. This one is called The Magical Can. I once knew a man in a van who pooped in a magical can. Jesus. The more he would poo, the more the can grew. It truly was a magical can. I, I like the delivery. Sensational, right? Sure. I can yes. tell the, the pride is there. Yes. And here's a little fun tidbit. I remember where that one came to me. I was walking the Great Pacific Rim Trail. It was morning and the birds were just beginning the long symphony of their day. The sun appeared over the eastern ridge, spreading a glorious orange-red light, and the majesty of it all flooded in a great wave of warm inner feeling I shall never forget. So then you were moved. You just had to get it down, the poem about poop. Ha <laughs> ha! Carolina! You know not the mind of the poet. The poet is a dreamer and a dancer. Right. Okay, I'm just curious. Have you written anything that's not a limerick? Um, hmm. Let me see. H hand me one from that pile. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay. I once knew a lady named Regina who Great. hid cucumbers up her... That's enough. Not appropriate. Okay, give me another. Okay. There once was a bloke who was all wrong, but who was blessed with an elephant dong. Okay, That's, yeah. that must be my, my blue pile for adult crowds only. Got it. Okay, yeah. so that's why. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've ever told you about this, but there was a time when I was hired to do risque parties for adults only. It was a way to make some extra bucks on the side and not a bad place to pick up a bored housewife, I might add. I was known around San Diego, not as Ron Burgundy, but as Slappy Newsom. And I booked a lot of parties. I still perform from time to time as Slappy Newsome, if I'm short on bread. Well, you don't want to hear about that. Everything's always great with Ron, as far as you know. No, it's not. Never any problems, old Ron. On top of the world. Well, sometimes it feels like fire ants have crawled up my ass, okay? Okay. Okay? What? What's in that box over there? Probably limericks, from what you've read. Okay, give me that. Okay. All right. I read. There once was a woman named Leah. Here we go. And she loved to drink her sangria. But when she ate some roast duck, she ran out of luck. When the bird caused her to squirt diarrhea. Oh, come on. Come on what? Maybe something more serious. Diarrhea is serious business, okay? Serious business. Don't mess around with diarrhea. It's nothing to laugh about. That poem was more like a public service announcement. But okay, what's in that box over there? H hand me one from that box. 
Ah, yes, The Phantom Wind by Ronald R. Burgundy. Hmm, this must be one of my, my more youthful poems when the world was young and love lingered longingly in the air. I, I was probably no older than you when this poem was written. Oh, I bet it's a limerick. Heck no. I sent this to some serious literary journal like Reader's Digest to be published so I could make my way in the world as a young writer long before my prestigious career in the news business. <clears throat> I'll read. Let me read it. The Phantom Wind The wind blew into town today, dressed in linen and lace. She held herself in great esteem, even as she brushed my face. I was unaware of where she went. Other faces, angrily, I guessed. She left so quickly, then, and left me with what I missed. Oh. Are you okay? You don't look okay. Run. 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 Come on. Are you? Yes. We have to do the rest of it. Uh, poetry is a double-edged sword, you know. It, it cuts both ways. Beauty and the ugly truth. Joy and sadness. Sometimes the pain Keep going. of creation uh -huh. is simply unbearable. Okay. Oh, the muses! Why do you ensnare me in your torturous guile? I don't know. All right, ha hand me one from that pile. Here we go. <clears throat> This one is called simply the tart. I once knew a fabulous tart who was chased out of town on a cart, but before she did go, she let her butt blow a most magnificent fart. <laughs> that really changed your vibe. Huh? Wonderful. Poetry is the window to the soul, they say. My, my favorite poet is Ron McEwen, probably the greatest American poet of all time, but then you know that. Oh, no, I actually, I've never heard of him. Of course, I'm sure your favorite poet is Britney Spears. Or whoever you listen to when you're not out riding your horse. I don't ride a horse. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Metaphorically speaking. What do you think girls do? Like, I don't have dollies. I don't ride a horse. Okay, I take it back. It's not a metaphor. You straight up ride a horse. You call the horse horsey. Because you lack imagination. Tell me I'm right. I'm not going to tell you. No, I don't ride a horse. Huh. Okay. You win. I thought I knew you, but you're as foreign to me as a pair of blue jeans. Want to hear another poem? I mean, I, okay. What about a love poem? I think everyone would like to hear a, a Ron Burgundy love poem. If okay. We make it like... Yep. Coming right up. Uh, hand me that. Oh, yes. That napkin from the stack over there. Okay. Yes, ah. Oh, I remember this, Jim. I wrote this one night in a $2 hotel room in San Francisco back when they had $2 hotel rooms. It's called The Daffodils. Mm. Daffodils everywhere, in bunches and spread out all over the room I'm in. It's an explosion of daffodils. All I can say is, wow. Here and there, daffodils. On my bed and on the windowsill. Daffodils. There must be hundreds of them. Wait. 
They're not called daffodils. I was confused. They're called ladybugs. That, that was your, it doesn't sound like a love poem. It sounds more like maybe a nature. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that was. Well, when you're older and you've traveled the world and seen men cut by knives and monsters of every shape and size, you'll understand that that was indeed a love poem. Give me another one quick. Okay, here we go. All right. Ah, The Best by Ron Burgundy. I am the very best there is. There's no one better in the biz. I know how to get it done. It's why I'm known as number one. My shoes and my belt are leather. My overcoat can handle any weather. I have many handmade boots. I have many more handmade suits. I own hundreds of movies on VHS. So you see, I am the best. Good, but not great. Yeah, not as moving. Yeah, I probably sh- that one out on a bus or something. You know, not every poem is going to be worthy of an Oscar, but still, it's worth publishing in a book. I don't, well, I'm sorry, why haven't you put all these poems in a book? Oh, that's a great question. Well, I, I have plans. Okay. Right now, I have enough for 16 volumes of poetry, roughly the size of a set of encyclopedias, but I don't want to separate them, so I'm designing one book about the size of a California King bed mattress. It's going to be over 10,000 pages long, and it should weigh around 700 pounds. But I'd like it to cost around 14 bucks. Right, that's problematic. And, and that's, well, it's funny you should say that because that's where the big publishing houses are fighting me. They say it's the size that they're bumping up against, and I may end up building my own printing press to get around that. Oh, okay. Uh, that would really turn the publishing world upside down. A 700-pound book of poetry the size of a bed mattress? Think about that. I mean, I've always been a disruptor. I believe in going against the status quo. And, and if you're a poet, then you know how I feel. la da dee da la dee da da la dee dee da da dee dee da da dee da 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 How did you get in my room? I'm sorry, you were lost there for a second. Are you going to read more poetry? Do you want oh, me to leave you alone? I don't yes. know. Okay. Give me another one. Oh, okay. Oh my, what do we have here? Oh, perhaps, hmm. Perhaps this one is too personal, too raw. Let's, uh, yeah, let's save that for another day. Some of these poems go straight to my heart, and I. And I'm honestly not sure if I have the courage to share them with all the world. Um, okay. We'll pass on that one. No. No, damn it. They were meant to be shared no matter how revealing. I'll do it. I feel compelled to let the listeners 
No, this poem is as close to, say, T.S. Eliot or Sylvia Plath as I can get. There's nuance here in every word, but for the seeker of truth, there's a great reward in discovering its meaning. In short, this might be my most personal poem. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's titled... The, what did you say? Uh, that's exciting. I'm, yes. I'm interested. It's titled The Man from Afar. Okay. <clears throat> and I read. I once had a roommate named Steve, and he had one big pet peeve. When I ate all his beans and took a out his window, that's when he begged me to leave. Wonderful. That's it? Simply wonderful. Hand me another, milady. I'm sorry, where is Steve today? Do you know? Well, honestly, that was the least of our problems. You taking we, out his window? Yes, when I out his window. I mean, we, we had so many bigger issues as roommates. I'm going to say some constructive criticism about that poem. Yes. Uh -huh. I don't think it's that good. That's my note. I, It's not like Sylvia Plath or T.S. Eliot at all, so I don't know why. Okay, and I will say this back to you. Get off my chain, okay? Because I write in the style that is best for what I'm trying to convey. You want an epic? I have epics. You want a sonnet? I have sonnets. You you want a nursery rhyme? I have those too. Great. Okay. Give me a nursery rhyme. We'll do. Wait. We'll do. Hand that purple box over there. Okay. These are uh, these ones that are written in crayon. Yes. I mean, it's the only way to write nursery rhymes. Someone should put out a book of my nursery rhymes. Mother Goose has one. Probably not her real name, by the way. Probably something like Goosterlich or Goosebomb, and she changed it to sell more books. If I was a betting man, I would say her name was Jennifer Goosington, and some smart-ass publisher came up with Mother Goose. Anyway, I think I should have a book of nursery rhymes out there. I would call it Ron Burgundy's Better Bountiful Book of Silly Children's Verse. I can't wait to read that. Um, let's yes. hear one. Okay. This one's called The Spider. Spider, spider, way up high, do you want my cherry pie? Come down, come down on your string, let me hear your small mouth sing. Sing me a spider lullaby, and you shall have my cherry pie. That wasn't actually that bad um, compared to some of your other stuff. I mean, I was expecting more of an adult version of children's verse coming from you, but... I'm impressed. That was that was um, reasonable. Yeah, I mean, I know my way around nursery rhymes, young lady. Okay, I, I can yeah. see that. Here's one. One time, two time, three time, four. We used our butts to mop the floor. Yeah, that's more. Yeah, simple, style. straightforward, easy on the ears. All poetry should be easy on the ears, which is not to say all poetry should be about kittens and lambs. No, poetry needs to explore darker subjects, man's inner struggles. Loss and pain and suffering, war and famine, heartbreak and fear. This is a poem I wrote that addresses such depth of exploration of which I speak. It's simply titled Venus. Hmm. That night there was something between us. Oh, okay. She said she was from the planet Venus. Um. From below and above, we made sweet love in the morning. She showed me her penis. Oh. Well, what do you think, huh? Pretty solid, right? That's a poem. I, that is a poem. I guess.
Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Miss Swarthmore, if you think you can, read me a better one. Any poem you can remember or something from the internet, really anything, I'll, I'll tell you if it's up to my standards. Oh, um, well, I, I didn't go to Swarthmore. Well, one of the S schools, Smith, Swingleton, Scripps, Shermont, Shire Shop. You, you know what I'm talking about. Just read something. Um, okay, here's one I've actually always loved. It's by one of my favorite poets, um, Emily Dickinson. She was just mind-blowing, profound. I'm assuming you've heard of her. 
I dated a woman named Emily Dickinson back in the 70s. Not the same one. That was a wild ride, my friends. A wild ride. I have not thought about that girl in over 40 years. Woo, boy. You want to talk about a wild ride? That was some wild ride. I get it. Okay. Well, this Emily Dickinson, the one I'm talking about, she wrote the poem I'm about to read sometime in, um, must have been the middle of the last century. We are talking about two different women then. My yes. My Emily, yes, because she was no poet. She was a free spirit for sure. She never wore a bra. Good to know, I guess. Heck, she never wore clothes as far as I can remember. The, you know, the, the 70s should be remembered as one long orgy as far as I'm concerned. This is getting off subject, but in 1973, I went to an orgy that I didn't leave until 1975. That's two years of orgy, buddy. I, yeah. That's a lot of orgy. And I think Emily was there, but then so many people dropped in and out. Suzanne Plachette, Robert Blake, Robert Conrad, Hope Lang. The list goes on. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting off subject. You, you were going to read some poem from some woman no one's ever heard of. Go. Um, okay. It's called I'm Nobody, Who Are You? by Emily Dickinson. Um, I'm nobody. Who are you? Uh-huh. Are you nobody, too? Right. Then there's a pair of us. Don't tell. Yeah, I don't think so. They'd banish us, you know? Huh? How dreary to be somebody. Uh. How public, like a frog. <laughs> like a frog. <laughs> To tell your name the livelong day. Right. To an admiring bog. Okay. I mean, she can rhyme. Yeah, she can spit. But I don't know if that's considered a good poem. It's considered a great poem. I mean, if, if it is, then I think I have a pretty good chance of winning the best poem award someday. Here's how I would have done it. <clears throat> Off the top of my head. Off You're the... going to revise the poem? L let me think. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, there once was a guy who was nobody, who filled his belly with hot toddy. Um, he drank so much whiskey, his mm -hmm. uh, stomach felt frisky, and he let loose a 50-pound potty. No. Oh. It goes back to the poo-poo. Huh? huh? Yeah, I, I hear I mean, you. that blows the doors off, off of that ditty you read. I mean, if Emily Dickinson was here in the room, she'd probably be like, I'm so jealous of what you just came up with. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I think she'd be floored. There's no way to know. She might be offended. And mine has a moral, too, you know. I mean, I'm not saying this Emily Dickinson isn't good, right? No. She's okay, but you got to admit, I nailed that sucker, and that was off the top of my head. And she probably spent days thinking of her little rhyme. She is really considered one of the greatest poets ever. And you what? made her poem her? about a 50-pound potty. Huh? Yeah. Wait, her? Really? Yes. A woman poet? Uh-huh. One of the greatest? <laughs> what a wonderful world we live in. It's, it's really extraordinary. I mean, you know, Carolina, I, every day I wake up in this menagerie of color and sound, and I see beautiful new things happening. Music I've never heard before, cars with no sound, labradoodles and yoga pants. It's truly a magical place. Sure, we have bigotry and hate and angry men and women running around, but with each new day comes the promise of surprise. I can hardly believe it. And now you're saying a woman poet is one of the best? Wonderful! It's 
simply wonderful. It really is. Okay. That's beautiful. That's beautifully put. It's extraordinarily well put. Yeah, I was... By me. I don't know what else you want me to say. If Yes, it was amazing. You know, Carolina, a lot of times when you look at me, you don't blink. Are you aware of that tick? I didn't real. I didn't think of it like a tick. I think I'm just looking at you in the eye. Oh, okay. It's freaking you out. I don't know. I just I'm just noticing it now for the first time. You barely blink. I blink. Look, I'm blinking. Blink, blink, blink. Well, no. Now your eyes were just shut, though. I'm a normal human. I'm normal. You're strange. I'm normal. Well, if that's what you have to tell yourself to get through the day, then I'm proud of you. Okay. Okay. Let's get back to the task at hand. I, I, you know what? I feel like I'd like to try something from my, my beatnik years. So do me the favor and give me that, that old leather bag over there. Yes, that one. I'm sorry. There's just so much toilet paper. It's, it's fine. Just pass, just pass it. Yes. Okay. I didn't know you were a beatnik. I think I missed that chapter. Well, I hung around. I knew most of the beats. Uh, Kerouac, uh, Ginsburg. I, I hitched across the country and rode boxcars and worked the railroad. Anyway, I carried around an old Smith Corona typewriter and a beat-up old suitcase. I used to pound out verses for kicks. And here's one I wrote while riding rail out of Needles, California. It's called Into the Desert with Nothing to Wear. And maybe, uh, Nick, um, you guys can throw some jazz flute and some bongos behind this one. I mean... What are we what are we paying you guys for anyway, right? Yeah. Um, we can it's not a problem. I mean, I know it's not pushing a button and would require a little thought and some work, but who knows, maybe after 3 seasons of this podcast they could get their thumbs out of their butts and do something for me, you know? That's not necessary. Just a suggestion. Anyway. Once again, it's called Into the Desert with Nothing to Wear. Into the Desert with nothing to wear. I left my overcoat back in Sausalito. Back in Sausalito, there was wine and talk and more and more talk. Empty-headed angels banging their brains against the red sky dawn. Seagulls circling, the moon. Sal Ketchum, the old American, walking right up to the edge of the water to give thanks. And then, the night. All nights give way to the dawn. So it was in Sausalito. They had this little train shack out back by the rail yard, and this old guy, switchman or brakeman or something, would play his old harmonica for the hobos and all the ghosts of hobos past. And I would come in from the cold and share his wine and talk railroad politics and girls he knew and loves he never knew, and the big dark world he once traversed with great bounding steps, longing not unlike my own longing. The lonesome night never ended. Hands in pocket, Portland, Frisco, Detroit, Omaha, where the boys and girls grow tall and straight, and the far off whistle of the train calls out, even to them in their sleeping. The desert is cold. Man, I'd give anything to have that overcoat now. Ron Burgundy, Needles, California, September 14th, 1956.
Wow. Well, there you have it. Something from my beatnik period. It had been a long time since my rough and rowdy days, but still, I, I look fondly on that time. I'm sorry, you said um, 1956? Yes. How old were you? If I, mean... I would have been around 11 or 12 years old, I guess. And you were riding train cars and drinking hey, wine? look, buddy, we didn't all grow up drinking whole milk from mama's tits, if you know what I mean. I, d- I don't. Um, any more poems to read for today? This is a poem I wrote today. In my head. It's an ode to you. Oh, really? I actually, no one's ever written me a poem before. Okay, well, I'm nervous, and I, I don't want you to think it's stupid. No, 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 I won't. I, I promise. I'm not going to be mean or anything. Okay. An ode. Okay. I call it simply, my best friend. Aww. And it goes like this. I once knew a woman named Carolina mm. with a wonderful smile and a human vagina. Jesus Christ. But I do not care what's going on down there because what's important to me, what I tell everyone I see, there is no one finer. Ron, that is so... Wait, it's not finished. Carolina, Carolina, I lied to you, okay? I don't use 60 rolls of toilet paper. I really use 75 a day. Wipe, wipe, wipe your butt. Front to back, my cheeks, clap, clap, clap. And that one is for you, Carolina. You know what? Maybe we should call it quits to the poetry for today, okay? If you say so, but I feel I was just picking up steam. I mean, the hundreds of boxes in this room are only a fraction of what I've written and collected over the years. So many poems, and most of them the good kind. I mean, I I, I don't want to get the listeners excited, but if I started reading my poetry now and I never took a break, I wouldn't finish reading until October of this year. You don't need to do that. Isn't that extraordinary to think about? They've only heard a few, maybe not even my best ones. These are only the poems I keep in my trunk. We we could take a break and I could drive out to my storage unit in Kingman, Arizona and grab some more boxes. You know what? I think we're good. I think the listeners got an idea of the kind of poetry you write. I all think kinds. I want to take a break. All yeah. kinds. Yes, all kinds, but mainly limericks and mainly dirty limericks about <laughs> poop and <laughs> vaginas. Right, and... touche. Yeah, I do love that form. Here's one. Do we have to do another what, what, one right Just now? one more. Okay, maybe when we're off the air, actually. It's, it's not a limerick. It's not? Nope. Are you sure? Well, it is. It is a limerick. Right, yeah. Maybe we can save it for another day, you know? Well, so be it. But I do want to say I think we've, we've learned quite a lot today about poetry and about ourselves. For what is a poet if not a kind of truth-teller? Why poetry at all, if not to shed light on the darkness of our lives? It doesn't have to be Shakespeare, of course, or Burgundy. It could be some little ditty from the radio that pulls you out of your doldrums. For there is poetry in everything, from the raindrops that fall, to the sound of crashing waves, to the great bleeding of the mountain elk, to the howl of the Oregon skunk owl. And yes, I made that one up. There is no Oregon skunk owl. But if there was one, it would howl like one hundred wolves and shake the snow from trees with its hideous piercing howl. But alas, 
There is no Oregon skunk owl. I wish there was, but it just can't be. I did draw one, If, but where was I? We're good, yeah. Yes. My closing remarks about poetry, yes. Honor the poets in our world, shower them with garlands and riches, for it is they who keep the soul alive while the world turns to sh**. I'm Ron Burgundy. Good night. And for Carolina here, I will say good night as well. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. One more second. I think I will read just one more. This is actually when I was in the, the death jam scene. You know what? I'm getting the signal. We are out of time. So okay, sorry. here we go. Listen up. Listen up. Listen up. Listen up, mother. Okay, cut him off. Thank you. By the way, Oregon skunk owl. Mm-hmm. Add that to the list of potential topics. Okay. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.